Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time that you will find yourself listening to this kingdom moment, we greet you in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, we believe that you will have the best day of your life. For this is the day that the Lord hath made. We are to rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we thank you today because we did not wake up on our own volition or our own strength or power, but we've wakened today because you've allowed us to have another day of grace given by you. We ask that today that you will search our hearts, search our spirits, whatever you find in us that is not like you, we pray that you will cleanse us and forgive us of our sins as we forgive others. Today, get the glory out of our lives, and we will continue to praise you and to thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, the question today that has come to my spirit is as it relates to our Christian walk and our service to Jesus Christ, what is really the ultimate goal? What is the end game? For if we don't understand the end game, or if we don't have an end game, then we won't understand the struggles and trials that we go through. You know, when I was in high school, I played sports. And I can remember that during football season, in the midst of August, we would have three-a-day practices. We would come early in the morning, we would go in the afternoon, and then we'd also come back in the evening with the hot scorching sun beaming down on us in full pads, helmets. We would practice and do wind sprints. And we would think to ourselves, what was the purpose of the torment that we were inflicting upon ourselves? But then it came game day. And when we went into the game, we felt prepared and when we won the game, we understood all of the trials, tribulation, and pain that we had to suffer through. What is the end game for the believer? The end game of the believer is to see Jesus in peace. So with that in mind, Peter says to us in 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 12, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be in all holy manner and of living and godliness? looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. My brother and sister, there is a day that is coming that is called the day of the Lord. And although many messages that we hear today are not preparing us for the coming of the Lord, but yet seem to prepare us to actually stay here and make this life more comfortable. The Bible teaches us that this world is not our home. 
and that we are vagabonds, pilgrims passing through. We're to wear this world like a loose garment. But yet and still, the challenge of the day is to not be interwoven into the systems of the world. Because when we come, become bogged down into the systems of the world, we lose our identity and our spirituality and our awareness of Jesus. You see, the Bible teaches us that we're not of the world, even though we're in the world. That means we don't follow the mindset and the ways of this world. Peter says here to the believers that knowing the pending doom of those that are disobedient to Christ and understanding the end game for those that are disobedient, he says, what manner of person shall you be right now? What are you working toward? What is your heart's desire? What are you really seeking? Are you seeking to see how close you can be to the world and yet be a Christian? Or are you striving 100% in your heart to be more like Jesus? Because understand, it won't be your friends that judge you. It won't be your neighborhood that judges you, your denomination or your church. The Bible said that the book of the Lord or the books will be open. The Lord Jesus Christ will judge you out of the book of life or out of the books of life. The book of life is the life that was given to us by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the shed blood of Calvary's cross. The books of life are those books that jot down everything that you've done in life. And those are the works of men. None of us can be saved by the works of men. We're only saved through the grace of God, through, through the grace of God and by the faith of God. We must begin to ask ourselves the question as we see the approaching coming of the Lord. Are we living in a manner in which displays that we are prepared for the end game of the rapture of the church? Or are we so attached to the things of the world? Getting a better job, getting a better home, getting a better car. Nothing wrong with those things in and of themselves. But when those things take our focus away and we're striving more to have more possessions here and we're striving to be more prominent here on earth and yet we leave to chance our spirituality. I would rather be great in the kingdom of God than to be great in the kingdom of man. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? There has to be a balance in the life of the believer to where the life of the believer understands that anything that they get on this earth is to benefit them for the kingdom of God, to live within the kingdom, to share within the kingdom, to be of aid and help to others, not to abhor those things for themselves to become great in other of themselves, but to use the resources that God gives us to bless others. For he tells us, if we see those that are without we're to open up our bosom and to give unto them. But many have been caught up in the cycle of the world system to where it is about self-gain and not about what God wants us to have. What is your end game today? Are you seeking the face of God? Are you seeking the mind of God? 
Are you seeking the things on this earth? Are you looking up for your redemptive draws? Nigh, are you so intertwined into the system of this world that you cannot let it go? Father, we thank you today that your word has come to us and it's asked us the question, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be in all holy manner of living and godliness? Let us be the godly people that you've called for us to be. Let us be the godly people that you're asking us to be. Let us be the light that is shining on a hill, a city that cannot be hid. Let us exemplify the name of Christ. We thank you today and we praise you in Jesus' name. This has been your kingdom moment.